0: This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET Detroit. I'm Stephen Henderson. WDET's Alex Trejano recently spoke with jazz guitarist Peter Bernstein and Randy Napoleon. Both men are appearing as part of MSU's Guest Artist in Residence program. Mr. Bernstein is the final guest artist this season, and Mr. Napoleon is professor of jazz guitar at MSU. They're touring schools in Detroit and Royal Oak tomorrow, and they will perform at the Fairchild Theater in the MSU Auditorium on Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m.
1: Joining me now are two great jazz guitarist Randy Napoleon, who's a prof of jazz guitar at Michigan State University, and Peter Bernstein from New York, who is the artist-in-residence from a program made possible by a $1 million endowment from the Michigan State University Federal Credit Union. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having us. So you're talking to a guy who is a fan of guitar. I love the guitar so much. I'm a drummer. Um, I went to the Wayne State University Jazz Program, but I've always had this fascination with guitar. And... um, I just want to get like a little story from you guys about how, you know, what brought you to the guitar? When did you start? Let's start with you, Randy. Uh, Well, for me, I had some idea of how stringed instruments
2: worked because I had briefly played violin uh, without any kind of seriousness of intent or purpose, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I knew that if you shorten the length of a string, it was going to go up in pitch, and a friend of mine had a guitar, and I said, oh, well, you know, let me try that. And there was a really instant love for me as soon as I picked it up, it was... uh, I really felt a connection to the instrument right off the bat and so then I uh it changed my life instantly.
1: What did you start listening to at a young age? What were some of your early inspirations?
2: Well I guess I would just uh grab anything I could find and so it was a uh, you know a pastiche of whatever uh you know the kids around me were listening to or my mm-hmm. parents and uh so I was hearing you know doo-wop and Motown and guitar stuff like Led Zeppelin or Jimi Hendrix and then uh a friend of mine who played saxophone, he, you know, said, hey, have you checked out this guy, Charlie Parker? And, you know, I listened to that, and I said, whoa, you know. And that's brought so you then, to jazz. Then I took a hard left turn after that. That was, uh, <laughs> that was the you know, my last opportunity. I could have made some money, man, if he hadn't. It, uh,
1: <laughs> <so. laughs> it's a road. <laughs> How about you, Peter? Peter, you're the re- artist-in-residence at Michigan State University. You're here. Rodney Whitaker, who is the head of that department, has brought you in.
3: Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey to the guitar and uh, well, I started on piano when I was about, I guess, eight or nine, more like nine. And uh, I love music. I always love music. And I just saw some some kids in school playing guitar, and I just wanted to wanted to check it out. And of course, there was lots of you know rock music and folk around that I listened to. But the guitar kind of got me into jazz too. Just wondering, you know, who's this guy Django Reinhardt? Who's Charlie Christian that people are talking about? But my first influences were blues and and rock and roll, Jimi Hendrix and. King and all that kind of stuff, but then I got into jazz through the guitar, and then through that, just getting to the horn players and the piano players and mm-hmm. the, the big bands, the whole the singers, the, the whole the whole world of jazz. So.
1: we're talking about the world of jazz you're here peter to teach and mentor um, students around the state of michigan right now and uh you know earlier on when the the endowment came through rodney was here and talked about it and we had this really nice conversation about mentorship i just want to kind of get your view on the importance of being a mentor to students especially in this music especially in jazz because in this country it doesn't get a whole lot of attention or support
3: well it's a it's a huge thing in uh especially in jazz music for sure uh I mean I, I feel funny in the role as mentor because I still feel like a student right. myself as I always will. Uh and I've been lucky to have uh many older musicians that kinda helped me out and, and I was able to learn from close up. So I feel like I'm still in the apprenticeship role, but you know, I guess, you know, I've been on the scene for about twenty years, so I have some you know, some experience and, and I I feel strongly about uh, you know, sharing what 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 I've What I've learned just Mm from experience playing, because so many young musicians are hungry for the music, but but like I was, that you know, you just need someone to kind of help help direct you, you know, And, and then you teach yourself. But but mentorship is important, and and I just remember, you know, as a as a young musician, there were a lot of gigs that musicians my age could have with older musicians. That's kind of seems to be a little bit less these days. There's less you know, less fewer gigs you can you can get as a young musician with older players, but. That's kind of what it's about. It's a big it's a big part of how you learn mm-hmm. to play as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, for sure. Randy, you're you're a prof over at MSU. Um how long have you been there at this point?
2: I just I just moved back to the state. I grew up in Ann Arbor and I just started at Michigan State in the fall. So uh it's been a, you know, major life shift coming back from New York and uh kind of dovetailing with what Peter was saying, I think uh there are less opportunities for Young musicians to get a chance to travel with older guys, and uh, it's school is becoming increasingly important. And I think that uh, you know jazz education is kind of reaching uh, greater maturity now. There's uh, more people who have a lot of experience playing who are entering the field of education. So
1: yeah, well, from your perspective, tell us uh, about. You know, the importance of having someone like Peter come to where you're teaching now to teach some of the other students. Well, you know, he, he's
2: he's bashful, so he won't tell you, but he's, uh, he's basically universally appreciated as the finest guitarist of his generation. And uh, I'm 10 years younger than Peter, so he's someone who's been a mentor and inspiration to me. And, uh, you know, I felt particularly strong about bringing him in to work with the students not only because of how he plays but also uh the clarity with which he explains what we're trying to do on the bandstand and just uh the fact that he really cares about younger musicians and you know he's always been the kind of guy who will take time you know at a gig on a set break or something to uh you know, talk to someone who has questions. Did I read that uh, you
1: were a student of his when you were in New York?
2: I, I guess he was too nice to call it that, but I would, uh, I would hound him for information, so okay. let's <laughs> say unofficially.
1: Let's talk about your style of playing a little bit. When I'm listening to you guys play, Randy in particular, I noticed that you don't use a pick, um, you're all fingers, and I think that's like an interesting thing for people, like they don't realize that, you know, that that's a thing. You know, like usually they see a pick going, and I know I saw Peter like you kind of were pick and then not pick at certain times. Well, you know, I I
2: save hundreds of dollars a year on picks. Like this this guy sitting next to me, he's a pick addict. So you know, I, I just think of all the the money I'm saving. You know, um, but you know, seriously for me it was a it was a sound thing, and it was easier for me to get the sound that I was hearing in my head without a pick. Um, but there's certainly advantages, you know, pick, you get a little bit more projection and it's, you know, maybe a sharper attack. Uh, I play with no nails on my fingers. So it's, uh, you know, when it's working and I'm happy with it, I'd say it's a, you know, a a fleshy sound, maybe a little bit rounder. Um, a little bit softer tone.
1: How about you, Peter? Like you do? I saw. I think I saw you switching back and forth between uh, it.
3: Yeah, some with my fingers, but mostly, mostly with with a pick for you know for single lines and stuff. I think guitar is a kind of instrument we were talking about it before. Like so many different ways to play it, so many different types of guitars, so many different. Right. So it's it just takes on so many different forms, and I think it's just a it's just about you know getting to the music that you're that you hear in your head, and what's the mm-hmm. what's the best way you can, you know you're constantly grappling with the instrument but at the same time you're trying to make it disappear and just kind of uh you know think about music rather than rather than uh technique or how to you know
1: can you guys take us out with one more tune sure we'd love to what are we gonna hear this is nobody else but me okay so we have randy napoleon and peter bernstein on guitars here live in studio a thanks guys thank Thank you. you
0: That was WDET's Alex Trajano speaking with jazz guitarist Peter Bernstein and Randy Napoleon. You can see them perform at the Fairchild Theater in the MSU Auditorium on Friday, March 6th at 8 p.m. This has been Detroit Today on 1019 WDET-FM. I'm Stephen Henderson. Uh, We'll see you tomorrow.